The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the DGEN Dance. Our March Madness Bankroll Contest is back. Free to enter and $1,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we've got first half under bingo. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host here, Ryan Gilbert, and with me is Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Doing okay, doing all right. Uh, sun's finally breaking through here in Vancouver after what's been like seemingly four months of just nonstop clouds, snow, rain, the wintry mix. But uh, looking better today, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, it, uh, the, the forecast is looking good. So spring is right around the corner. Yeah, we can't wait for spring there. We got some flurries today in Philadelphia. Nothing, nothing, nothing that's that stuck though. Windy all day. It's still, still windy as all hell out there. So can't wait for uh, spring to come around. It was a, it was a good night for the tank with the Flyers losing and the Canadians winning. Much to my uh, live betting penguin chagrin, but. Blackhawks winning now, too. You know, maybe the Flyers can just keep on uh, moving down those standings. Uh, Sean Couturier might, might come back sometime this season. He was skating today with the team. So we'll see how uh, that does. Besides that, I, th- I think my, my betting so far is, is going pretty well tonight. I hit my lock, the Golden Knights. I hit my, my total did not hit the, the Jets and Hurricanes. But overall, my pregame bets are doing pretty decent. But my, my live bets are screwing me tonight. Yeah, I was on your Flyers today, but uh, yeah, the Knights, they kind of like uh, had the game slipping away, but the Flyers couldn't quite capitalize. Uh, they got it within a goal, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I saw, saw the empty netter and, and ended up hitting that because I, I, I added the uh, Knights puck line, which I saw I was going to be Sandstrom in that because he's, he's not anywhere near Hart or Urson. Or um all right before we get into things make sure you are subscribed to the hockey gambling podcast uh feed not just the sgpn feed if you're listening on there subscribe to the over on the hockey gambling podcast feed uh as well and leave us a five-star rating and review especially if you're a long-time listener haven't left a review yet what are you waiting for don't be a coward just leave a review let us know what you think uh also follow us on twitter at hockey sgpn uh, trying to put out some graphics from there. I got the lockdown total graphic out today. So some videos and some memes. So follow us there. And uh, of course, get in the discord sg.pn slash discord, throwing out live bets, throwing out all types of betting advice. And of course, as, as Talon loves to say, it's a, it's a support system in there. It's all about support, a support system. So, and you're losing money if not in there. So make sure you get in the discord. Uh, all right. Speaking of of losing money here, the, the Hurricanes futures may be losing some money with their their, their news here of Andrei Svechnikov is out for the season with season and surgery. Uh, they did win tonight against the Jets and the Devils lost, which did get them a little bit of cushion there in the Metro. But what do you think this does for the uh, Hurricanes moving forward this regular season and in the playoffs? 
Well, this is uh this would be a crucial blow for any team, but especially for the Hurricanes given their lack of goal scoring talents altogether. Of course, they have four very strong lines, but uh, in terms of elite goal scoring ability, uh, that that's somewhere they're lacking. Um obviously it wasn't the case today uh beating the being the Jets pretty thoroughly. But uh yeah, it's it's a tough tough go for the Canes here after a few years of being in the mix. This is not what you want to this is not what you want to experience uh, leading up to the playoffs, losing your best goal scorer. And this just goes to uh, show that, uh, you know, sometimes it's worth taking the risk to uh, get some more depth, get that goal score. After losing Patch Ready, maybe they should have uh, added something at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Of course, hindsight is twenty twenty. They couldn't have seen this coming. But at the same time, if you're, if you're weak in terms of scoring goals, like those elite talents, then uh, maybe you should get somebody. Uh, of course, they were in the mix for Meyer, but they didn't want to pay the price that the Devils did. But uh, obviously, it's going to make them pay going forward, unfortunately for us, uh, who are fairly large on the Canes Cup and Conference Futures. But uh, they still have a strong team to um, you know, do the rest of the job. They just need to find some other talent there. But uh, yeah, Gustav Spare is huge for them getting the power play going. But uh, yeah, it's the, in hindsight, you, you wish that they would have gotten some, uh, just at least another depth of goal scorer, like, uh, I don't know. Obviously, I'm just naming names like a Mike Hoffman type, someone who can uh, mm. just put the puck in the net, like a good good shooter, someone like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Flyers fans today were on Twitter saying, you know, they could have got could have got JVR for a third or fourth round pick, probably. Which, as you were saying, you can't foresee any injury, but the Hurricanes were already hurting for some scoring with, with Pacioretty going down after he already came back. That was really their downfall in the playoffs last year. So. Yeah, I mean, they got Jesse Puyarvi playing up on the top line now. As you said, they have three or four solid lines there that, that, that can that can play, but you don't have that guy where, you know, like, okay, third period of a close game in the playoffs, you're going on the power play, you, you think you're going to score. They, they, they just don't have that guy. Ajo's good, more of, a, more of a passer than a shooter. Maybe he'll take more shots now with uh, Svechnikov out. Yeah, they should have got someone like Hoffman, someone like uh, Nino Niederreiter, former Hurricane, who got traded to the Jets up there. Um, yeah, they weren't going to get Timo Meyer or, or Patrick Kane or or Tarasenko, but they, they should have went for one of those like second-tier scorers that, you know, put in your bottom six, and if, if they have to move up, you have to move them up. But yeah, I, I am uh, pretty heavy on the Hurricanes. Not necessarily heavy. I, I got them before the season 15-1 to 1 to win the Cup, so I, I was kind of counting on that, as well as 17-1. to 1. I have a uh, free bet on that. My biggest bet on them, though, is to win the Metro, which is my main concern. Definitely less concerning after tonight with the, with the tonight's results. But well, they're up uh, two points now with one fewer games played. So I think the odds are probably going to come back up maybe before the, the this podcast ends and we'll revisit it. But I think they'll still be up uh, minus 200 or around there. I think it was minus 125, minus 130 earlier today when that news broke. So we'll see how this uh one two games impact that all right we also had an injury with your avalanche troll yeah tree lekkanen broken finger same kind of thing as uh riley uh, a week or two ago so he should be back in time for the playoffs even now i mean it's a four to week kind of timeline so maybe he'll miss the first couple of games at worst uh but uh, yeah this is just the story of the season for the avalanche just injury after injury, and um, yeah, it's it's same thing as a 
Um, it, was, it was like last year, the year before, where, where I think it was last year, where the whole team wasn't healthy until the playoffs, and then then they really took over the playoffs when they were fully healthy. So hopefully it's the same kind of thing, and there's no more bad luck. But uh, that's that's just what kind of happens to a team that goes deep in a playoff run last year, then the, just the wear and tear kind of wears on you. And, uh, yeah, it just gets them some bad luck here. But, uh, yeah, he's a huge, huge part of our offense these days, given the, the lack of depth in the team. Uh, great four checker, board battler, gets the puck, retrieves the puck in the corners. So that's uh, an important loss for the team. But, uh, yeah, as long as he's good for the playoffs, he'll be all right. Uh, but, yeah, it's great seeing the, the the Canadians fans cheering when he scored against them for the Avs uh, <laughs> on that same game. He got injured. Uh, so, yeah, they're a different breed, those Hams fans, uh, cheering their, their ex-player there, even then he uh, scores against them. So that was that was pretty special. Yeah, I think the Avs, people forget last year that, what, Gerard was out for at least the cup final series before that after taking taking a big hit. Uh, Burkowski missed some time. He was he was a key middle six piece for, for you guys. And, yeah, I mean, Landis Gog is going to— Kadri played yeah, through the broken hand. Kadri had, like, a broken hand or something, didn't he? I think it was a finger, but uh, it might have been oh, a hand. Yeah. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Okay, keep but, uh, people yeah, worried, yeah. worried about him on face-offs, I remember. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, I mean McKinnon, Ranton, and McCarr, that, that's that's the main three. Uh, JT Comfer has been great. Second-line center. Lars Eller added for depth. The Chuskin is, is, is the motor there. And you got the goaltending with, uh, with Gorgiev. So I think they are still the favorite to come out of the West, even with um, the Oilers uh, breathing down their necks. But... As you said, he should be back for the playoffs, which is really all that matters now for the Avs. Even though the uh, the wild card race is tight, I, I don't see them falling out of it. Um, one more potential injury here: Tristan Jari was was pulled tonight. I don't think it was an injury related, but since returning from his chronic hip injury, according to uh, Rob Rousey on Twitter, he has a 4.21 goals against the average and an 8.63 save percentage in nine games. It looks like they're not really in risk of missing the playoffs uh, uh florida's five points back with the same amount of games played i guess they could catch them but what do you make of the penguins do you think they have any chance of, of taking down someone in the first round well if they get to play the they would play the devils if they're the seventh seed and the devils make the the uh the, the two seed there with the division win It'll um, be the Kings. yeah Okay, well, for <laughs> our sake, I mean, I, I have both teams for the division, but I, I do win a bit more with the Canes. So, yeah, hopefully that's the case. But, yeah, without Svechnikov now, that makes it definitely more dangerous. Mm. But I'm um, talking about the Devils just because of that lack of experience. They're going against uh, probably the most experienced team, even even beyond the Bruins here with the Pens, uh, with Latang, Malkin, and Crosby, of course, and Gensel has been there forever, too. So, yeah, I mean, if it's the matter of experience versus youth, the the, King, the Pens have a distinct advantage there uh, in terms of the playoff hockey. So if it's Devils-Penguins, I think that that's a, a much closer matchup than it's been in the regular season, given that experience. So, yeah, the, the Pens here could uh, could definitely uh, get the uh, get the edge over the, over the Devils here, given that, uh, that uh, matchup uh, advantage there with the uh, experience over the youth. Yeah, I, I forgot about. I mean, I know the experience factor of the of the Crosby and, and Malkin and all of them for the Penguins, but 
I, I Jeff forgot Carter, that. too. I mean, Jeff, oh, Jeff, Jeff Carter's Jeff. been bad, but uh, in terms of playoff hockey, that's the kind of guy you need. He'll, he'll score a couple greasy goals. Unless he's in Philadelphia for uh, for game six right in front of the net and shoots it high and wide there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, it's going to come down to the goaltending. I guess Casey DeSmith has been 908 save percentage. He's been, he's been fine. And yeah, that experience could matter against the Devils team that really doesn't have any yet. I guess Timo Meyer was with the Sharks maybe when they made their run. Oh, they got they got Andre Palat. Yeah, um, yeah, Palat. Uh, Dougie Hamilton's been he's been in the playoffs pretty good for, for somebody. the Canes. The Canes, yeah. Mm. Maybe the Flames back in the day too. I don't mm. know if they were good then. No, but having having some guys with experience it does help. But obviously, the Penguins would have the upper hand there. Um, right. You also had a, a short Professor Joel segment lined up. You said. Yeah, just a little uh, pet peeve of mine, I guess. I've got a lot of pet peeves, but uh, <laughs> here's one more for you. It's when people refer to their bets as just dealing with house money. Like uh, they want a few bets here and there, so they think that they're up. So it's just house money. They're just uh, giving money back to the book. But, of course, that's not smart bankroll management. You should treat any money you get in terms of your money. It's not the house's money. You won the money from the book. It's your money now. It's not the house's. The only you only say that kind of shit when you know you're going to give the money back at some point. <laughs> and then it will be house money because you fucking lost the bet because of a, a stupid uh, lack of um, bankroll management. Like uh, if, if you're being stupid with it, you're like, oh, okay, I'll just double it down because uh, half of it is stuff I just won earlier. This even applies to uh, stuff like free bets and uh, like the deposit bonuses mm-hmm. you get. Um, you you got to treat every dollar as your own dollar you can't just think of it as uh free money it's, it's stuff that it's not yours it is yours you think the book is treating the money that uh it takes as house money <laughs> no it wants to maximize every single cent it gets from the uh from the better so uh, you gotta have the same uh, ruthless mentality if you want to be a winning better of course if you're just having fun whatever whatever you do what you want but uh, that's not gonna win you money over the long term that's for certain. Um, yeah, the, the only way that you could treat that, it's not even the same mentality, but if you have like the deposit bonus, whatever, and you're just like playing both sides, okay, in that case, I guess it's kind of house money and you're just arbing it out to get the bonus. That's all well and good. But uh, when it's actual, you know, when it's when it's actually your money and then you, you, you treat it as something different, it's, it's, uh, it's called the house money effect where um, you just have this mentality that it's, it's not your money, so you you get sloppy with it, and uh, you never want to get sloppy in this business. Yeah, that's a great point, sir. I, I think deposit bonuses, sign-up promos are definitely things that are overlooked for people. They're like, oh, it's a $1,000 risk-free bet. Let me just bet it, and then if I lose it, I get a $1,000 free bet back, which from that, you have to bet on an underdog for it to be valuable. So if, when I do sign-up bonuses, I, I always arm them out to get, get the max value. I'm planning on visiting uh, at least a state or two this summer to take advantage of those promos. Maybe we'll do an off-season episode of that or something. But, yeah, I don't think that's that's a good mentality there. And also, the first thing that popped in my head when you are saying that is, you know, when you when you win a certain amount, let's say you just have one sports book. When you get over a certain amount of money, withdraw it and go back to your, your base level, whether that's a hundred bucks, 50 bucks, $200, $500, whatever your unit size is. Or, you know, if you have a, a big hit and you do feel like you're playing with house money, withdraw a certain percentage, withdraw half of it, withdraw a third, 
personally, I have my bankroll spread out through a bunch of different books, probably five or six different ones for different lines and whatnot, probably three or four main ones. But yeah, I try to keep all those, you know, a similar level, try to try to even them out. And if, cause you know, if you see your balance, you're like, Oh, I got, I got, I got triple my normal bankroll. I have a thousand dollars in this. I'm going to, you're going to be more willing to spend that money because you're because it's not going down too far. But if you act as if you only have like a few units left in your bankroll at all times, you, you can't be, you can't get off bankroll management. That's something that, that, that is huge especially if you're trying to be profitable in the long run. If you're just betting a dollar, five dollars, just just fun money, beer money, that, that, that's that's a different thing. But like it, like you're saying with, with house money, if if you have a big win, you gotta you gotta count that money as your own. You gotta give yourself props for winning that bet and, and take that as your money. It's not the house's money. Exactly. All right. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. There's so many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 200 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you're assuming there's a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the DGEN Dance, our March Madness Bankroll Contest, is back. Free to enter and $1,000 in cash and prizes are up for grabs. Plus, we've got first half under bingo where you can win an SGPN gift card. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. All right. You ready to get into this uh, four-game slate for Wednesday, March 15th? Yeah, let's go. All right. Kicking it off here. I got a 7 o'clock. We got a banger. We got a we got a classic Joel versus Talon matchup. The Colorado Avalanche at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Maple Leafs are minus 145. Avalanche are plus 125. Over under is at six and a half. Both paying off minus 110. Uh, what do you got for this this big matchup here? Yeah, nice win for the Avs. Uh, statement win against the the Habs there on Monday. 8-4, I believe, was the final, but uh, that that scoreline was closer than the game suggested. It was like six nothing at one point. Um, yeah, it was it's kind of like a revenge game from a. I don't know. I mean, it was probably not. It was probably like six, seven years ago. But I just remember the the abs getting absolutely crushed, like eight, nine, one or something. Uh, it sticks in the craw, I guess. But uh, got some of those demons out with that win there. Uh, but yeah, I love the Habs. Like I said, classy organization, all that. Love for Lekkonen and and so forth. But uh, yeah, for this one, uh, I only have the least minus one twenty five. So I'm definitely leaning to the abs here. Uh, they're still in good form despite a, a couple couple bad losses uh, before the overtime win against the Coyotes. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's uh, tough times, I guess, for the Avs, uh, considering should be going for the division, but we're, we're struggling right now to get to hang on to that that third wildcard spot. And, uh, yeah, it's looking like we'll get – we won't get home ice advantage in the playoffs, so that's disappointing. But uh, for this one – with the Leafs coming off that that loss to the Sabers, maybe they they get up for this one. They do tend to get up for the the better teams, the bigger teams. That's just how they go. They play to their opponent, whether good or bad. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a close one. But uh, give me give me the give me the dog price here with the Avs. I think that they are 
playing good enough hockey to uh, make this a game. So uh, if you're giving me a plus one twenty-five, I think I, I got to take the Avs here. At least, at least a lean. Uh, I haven't bet it yet myself, but uh, yeah, if I had to bet it, that's the way I would look. And uh, what did you say the total was? Total was six and a half. Yeah, minus one ten. Kind of like the under, though. Uh, Matt Murray, as long as Matt Murray doesn't start, because he's been shit since coming back from injury. But if it's uh, Samsonov, if if he's healthy, he's, he's missed the last couple of games. They said it's some kind of injury, but I don't, I don't know if that's factual or just, uh, yeah, just protecting themselves with the reasoning of, of starting Murray in two straight games, even though Samsonov's been the much better goalie. I don't know, but it should be Samsonov here. So uh, I, that makes me like the under in a nice kind of playoff game with how well Georgiev has been playing. Perhaps better defensively than offensively this year. And the same can go for the Leafs. That stretches sometimes. They're, uh, they're very sloppy, but now that, that they're running this uh, 11 and seven, 11 forward, seven D men, it, it's, it's, it is more defensively focused, even though they've been in the, a couple of high scoring games here. But of course they played the Oilers and the Sabres, the Avalanche are not like them. Much more structured, much more uh, defensively disciplined. So, uh, yeah, community under six and a half and uh, lean to the abs here as well. Yeah, I do. I do lean to the under there. These are both under teams this season overall. I haven't bet it yet uh, just because, like you said, I have been playing a lot of high scoring games recently. I mean, the, the Leafs last two totals were at seven and, and it went over in a push. But I did bet the uh, Avalanche at plus 125. I think this is a closer game than it should be, much much more like a coin flip game. Uh, past 10 games, the Avs have the 11th best expected goals for a percentage at 52.43. Meanwhile, the Leafs have the 13th worst at 47.33. So, you know, I think the Avs still are probably the better team overall, especially with O'Reilly out. And I think uh, Shen's, Shen's questionable. Well, I guess they, they got Tavares back, so... It's not not too beaten up there for the Leafs, but I still think the Avs have the value here at plus 125. Yeah, that is a real kind of home ice advantage for them, the playoffs, with with the altitude. I mean, they have a chance still to catch the Wild, I think, but that'll be a, a good battle for for the, to the two seed. All right, going down to the other 7 o'clock game here, we got the Buffalo Sabres at the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in D.C. Capitals are minus 120. Uh, Sabres are plus 100. Over-under is at 6.5. Over is at minus 115. Under, minus 105. Uh, Capitals on a back-to-back here after uh, losing that uh, Big City Greens Classic with animated game to the Rangers. Uh, I don't think they're too great on back-to-backs. We got Charlie Lindgren. ESPN also owns, well, Disney owns ESPN. So uh, apparently there's a Disney show. Was it like the Nickelodeon thing in the NFL? It was like that, but the game was like fully animated. Like it was, the the, the there's clips of it on Twitter. There's clips of it like everywhere, I'm sure. Like the, like the play, it was like, you know, like backyard sports, like backyard hockey, the video game. No, no. probably not. But like, yeah, it was like animated, like 3D characters. Okay. So the whole game. But no, no slime. No slime. No, no slime. No, uh, <laughs> uh, the the green zone or something. I, I I don't know what Nickelodeon game had. No, but it was it was cool. Uh, I I could see them doing it again sometime during the weekend. I'm, I'm not sure why it was done on a Tuesday night, but from everyone uh, on Twitter that had kids, apparently they all enjoyed it. So uh, somehow a weird win for the NHL there. 
So yeah, Capitals are going back home now after that 5-3 loss. They've been up and down a lot recently um, on no day's rest this season. They are, ooh, 1-6-1. and one. That just makes me like the Sabres here even more, uh, even money here. They opened as a dog. That's when I bet them. But I, I might bet them here again another unit for after looking up that Capitals stat. Um, Sabres got back to the winning ways last time in Toronto, 1-4-3. Uh, on on Monday after a four game losing streak, so I think I have to go with the the Sabers here definitely as uh, plus money dogs. Uh, total I would probably just stay away or or lean to the over here. Their last meeting was a seven four Buffalo. Meeting before that in January was five four Buffalo. So I would lean to the over, but my, my better play is just the Sabers. Definitely lean to the over anytime the uh, total is under seven for a Sabers game. Uh, they're Chance creations, their goals for, they're all top five in the league easily. Uh, and then the defensively, ma- defensive metrics are uh, pretty much the inverse of that. So Sabres overs have been uh, excellent this year. Uh, so even though the Capitals are much more on the defensive side, and they are missing Ovechkin. Uh, I'm pretty sure he'll miss this game as well. He missed uh, today's game against the Rangers with uh, some kind of lower body injury. So that. I'm not I'm not sure what that is. He might be back. He might not. Don't don't say it's 100 percent either way. But he <laughs> don't, throw any, don't throw any 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 emojis of, of bathroom items in, in the discord. Yeah, he was out today with an injury and it's the game next day. So you can assume that he's not going to be playing it, uh, especially given Ovechkin's mentality. He wants to play every fucking game. So, yeah, if he's not playing today, I'm pretty sure he's not going to play tomorrow. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I like the Sabres as well. My line is minus 104 for the Sabres here. So as a dog, uh, I still, yeah, I like him quite a bit. Uh, Capitals here were just in a bit of a war against the the Rangers. And yeah, they, they played their better goalie in uh, Kemper for this one. So this was clearly the more important one to win. Now you got Buffalo coming in, uh, team not in their own division. So yeah, I like the Sabres to do this. Of course, it might be a bit of a left-down spot against uh, after coming home from uh Beating the Leafs, but uh, they're still ultra motivated to make the playoffs. So uh, I don't think that that should be too much of a factor. So yeah, give me the Sabers and the over for this one. All right, we are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Also saw Underdog Fantasy has some uh, playoff NHL playoff best ball out now so maybe take a look at that if you if you're into that I'll, i will be looking at that over the uh coming weeks here uh going down to the 9 30 slot we got the minnesota wild at the st louis blues game itself is in st louis uh blues are plus 130 home dogs wild are minus 150 over under is at six overpaying off minus 105 under is at minus 115 I'll, I'll take this one here with your uh, with your wild playing. Uh, I like the wild in this one, minus 150. Got a lot to play for, home ice advantage, possibly a division title there in the central. Really tough loss on a back-to-back on Sunday in Arizona with that mullet, mullet magic there. Before that, though, one back-to-back games. They've won uh, seven of their past nine. Got in a lot of, a lot of points recently as well. St. Louis, I think, is stuck with Bennington in net. That They've lost three of five. There, there are two two wins came against Columbus and St. Louis. So, or uh, Columbus and San Jose is, is St. Louis. So, 
Uh, not not two uh, good opponents there. So got to go with the Wild at minus 150. And I do lean do lean to the under six at minus one fifteen, but I could see this being a game where you know Minnesota just decides to to somehow score some goals without Kaprizov, with the Blues goaltending not being too great. Yeah, this line suggests a massive, massive adjustment for the Wild power rankings in terms of their because uh, they're there. Yeah, minus one fifty. My line is minus one ninety four. The Wild so. I mean, even after adjusting for Kaprizov, uh, still have Wild as, as massive favorites, much bigger favorites than this. So, yeah, once again, we are in agreement here with the Wild. Uh, they, they scored nine goals in the past two games without Kaprizov. So, clearly, the rest of the guys are stepping up. Even fucking Ryan Reeves is scoring goals. So, yeah, the yeah they haven't really noticed uh, Kaprizov missing yet. Obviously, they, they will in the long run. I mean, he'll be back for the playoffs and all that. But uh, at some point, you do feel... The lack of uh, one of the best players in the league, but uh, for this one, for the short term, yeah, give me give me the Wilder minus 150. That's a very cheap price, of course. Divisional game, Blues will get up for this one, but uh, they just don't have the horses right now to deal with the the Wild, especially even the goal scoring side. I think the Wild can shut them down, so I lean to the under as well. But the uh, much stronger play here will be on the Wild minus 150. Just the much better team with a hell of a lot more to play for, and. Um, yeah, I think that this is too much of an overreaction to Kaprizov being out, especially given how well the others have played in his absence. Yeah, I want to address that as well, because that was brought up in the Discord about how the Wild are suddenly scoring now that, that Kaprizov is out. But as you mentioned twice to them, I mean, it was against the Sharks and the Coyotes, two of the worst defensive teams in the league. And it's it's not like not like basketball. It's not even like, like football, where if you're missing like one of your key skill players, it's going to be felt that much. I mean, he, he's one player on a line of three. Uh, Hartman and, and Zuccarello are probably going to take a step back, but they have guys that can step up. They have Boldy. They have uh, Eric Sinek. Ryan Reeve step up the other night. I think he had a goal and an assist. So it, it's not like... He had a like, Gordy out hat trick. Yeah. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't watch the fight, but I saw the headline that it was like the worst fight ever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But now, now we'll see. I mean, not even... Not even now, because the Blues aren't good. But I'm saying now we're see what the Wild are made of. Let, let me let's see what their their upcoming schedule. They got uh, the Blues. Okay, they got Bruins, Capitals, Devils, and the next three, then the Flyers, Chicago. So gonna be up and down for them. I still think they're they're definitely the better side here at uh, minus 150. I did also just sprinkle half unit on the puck line plus 175 because that's a lot lower everywhere else. Yeah, and uh, like you said, over the course of the season, the Blues do tend to lose by. Uh, Multiple goals, but it is the wild. So yeah, you know they love to win games two to one, three to two. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the danger there. But yeah, you're right. The Sharks and um, who's the other team they played? Coyotes. Coyotes. Yeah. So I guess that's not the best example of of their offense stepping up. But uh, the Blues aren't exactly that much better defensively. So yeah, I'm not worried about that. But uh, yeah, the real test will be when the Wild play some real teams in the playoffs. But They'll get Caprizo back by then, so uh, business as usual. I expect. I want to. I want a wild Av series so bad. I want. I want. I need a full seven games of of pissed off Joel calling him the mild. Hell yeah, that <laughs> fun as fuck. Because uh, there's no way that they can keep up with us. I, I don't know. The Flurry and Gustafson are both uh, both being great recently, but no, I, I don't think so either. All right, going down to 10 o'clock here. The final game on the slate, we have the New York Islanders at the Anaheim Ducks. Game itself is in Anaheim at the Quack Palace. Uh, the Ducks are plus 155. Islanders are minus 180. Over-unders at 5.5, overpaying off minus 120. 
under is at plus 100. Uh, what do you got for this one? I know the Islanders haven't played yet. They, they played tonight in uh, 12 minutes in L.A., so it will be a back-to-back for them. Same thing as last one. It's uh, too much of an over-adjustment to the, them being on a back-to-back. Obviously, they won't have Sorokin. They'll have Varlamov, but, uh, of course, he's one of the better backups in the league. And the Ducks, uh, I know they've been playing a bit better lately. They got some results, even uh, pushed the Preds to overtime, but uh, that was a game that they had no business being in either. So I think the Ducks are getting a bit lucky lately. Uh, and, of course, they're getting some goaltending too. Uh, but, yeah, the Islanders here are, uh, you know, it's a short trip right from uh, L.A. to Anaheim, Orange County there. It's uh, going to be uh, not much of a disadvantage for them being on the back-to-back, I don't think. And uh, the Ducks are just, uh, they're, they're the worst team in the league in terms of their defensive metrics. So even the Islanders, much like the Wild, were able to score against the Coyotes and the Sharks. The Islanders should be able to get some goals going against the measly Ducks. Um yeah, I listened to a, an interview with Adam Oates today. This is kind of on off topic, but uh, he was he was saying that uh, he, he's one of um, I don't know. He he called uh, Zegers one of his clients. I guess he he like mentors or uh, he has some kind of school or hmm. something for for a lot of these players. And Zegers is one of them. And uh, he's been trying to get him to get rid of the the Instagram skill. Like, there's a difference between real. Still on Instagram skill. So he's, he's trying to like uh, calm down the in- Instagram skill to get the real skill. And he, he brought up the fact that we know about the two Michigan goals Zegers scored, but we, we don't ever mention like the 198 of them that he missed, that he tried and missed. So it, yeah, that, that kind of Instagram skill can sometimes take away from the uh, team's ability to win. But uh, anyway, that's kind of off topic. Just just came to mind because I just listened to that. Uh, but yeah, Islanders here. My line is minus 202, so minus 180. Even on the back-to-back, that that is that's perfect for me. Uh, it'll be a uh, slugfest, I guess, tonight in LA. But I don't think that they'll need to be 100% to beat the Ducks here. So, yeah, Islanders are in good form here, playing well without Barzell. And uh, yeah, with with uh, even with Farlamo and Net, I expect them to get the job done here. And um, yeah, I mean uh, the total seems about right, five and a half. Uh, kind of still into the under, but uh, it's it's the Ducks. It's tough to do that. They'll get uh, one crazy fluky goal, and the Islanders will score five. So it's it's uh, dangerous taking the total in this one, in my opinion. But all over Islanders money line. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think the Isles should be bigger favorites in this one. Uh, I I also would lean to the over just because the Ducks can can't give up goals, and the Islanders, as much as we say they play a defensive style, they do have enough skill to score against a team uh, like the Ducks. That is interesting what you said about uh, Oates and Zegers because a lot of people I think uh, I've heard that that said before where. But there's also the other side of it. Was like, okay, he's going for the Michigan. Will teams start to defend that and open other other stuff up? But probably not, because he's he's two for however many tries he's he's done on it. Well, hopefully the Ducks can can, can get better though, because they do have some some good young players. They'll be in the uh, Bedard watch for sure. Um, but yeah, the Islanders. I looked up regulation is minus 114. I think that's the way I would play it. I don't know if I trust laying minus 180 on them especially after they uh, just lost to the Capitals at home. But it's the Ducks. Uh, I don't think the Ducks should be given this much respect, even on or back-to-back for the Isles. They are 7-4-1 and one on no day's rest. So Varlamov is, is a decent backup as well. It shouldn't be – it's not too much of a drop-off. It's a drop-off, obviously, because Sorokin is definitely one of the top three or five goalies in the league, not just top ten. So I would, uh, yeah, take the Isles here, minus 180 if you want to lay that juice. Maybe do an Isles under six and a half parlay. If 
you want to get the juice down, but prob- I'll probably just take regulation at uh, minus 114. Uh, all right, we got uh, quite a few consensus plays here. Despite it being a four, four games late, we got uh, the Abs plus 125. Um, we have the Sabres plus 100. We have the over six and a half in that game at minus 115. We have the Wild at minus 150. And then we have the Isles, either money line minus 180 or regulation minus 114. Sounds good. Looks like the uh, Canucks are off to qu- quite quite the start there in Dallas or against Dallas. Hell yeah. Good to see. Good to see. Uh, all right. I think I just want to want to discuss here before we close it out. Um, no, man. Um, yeah, it's exciting times in hockey these days. Getting through these final dog weeks. Uh, but yeah, I'm still stoked for the playoffs, especially the Eastern Conference. Will be a slugfest. It's the word of the day. I think I've used that like three or four times now. But uh, that's what it is. That's that's the word of word of the day. Slugfest. It's a slugfest, all right. And yeah, we'll, we'll be back uh, tomorrow, all three of us, at, right after the uh, Abs and Leafs game. So we should get some good emotions out of that, I would hope. Uh, make sure you follow the Hockey Gambling Podcast, wherever you your podcast, on Apple, Spotify, wherever else. Also on Twitter, at HockeySGPN. I'm not seeing more clips, some uh, highlights, some, some videos, some, some graphics, all that good stuff. And of course, get in the Discord, SG.PN slash Discord. That's where we post all of our plays uh, before the slate starts, usually an hour or two beforehand to give you guys a chance to detail or look at them or fade, whatever you, uh, you, you choose there. Also throwing out live bets and, and a great support system in there. That, that, that's the most important thing. All right. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Martin. You'll find me sweating out another Sharks game. Sigh. Good.